Hi, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from common mental health challenges. I believe we all deserve and can achieve great mental health. And on this podcast, I'm going to share with you practical tools, strategies, and principles that will help you navigate the path to recovery and move towards becoming the best version of yourself. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the OCD and Anxiety Show. So my name is Matt Cotty, and I am a licensed clinical social worker and the founder of Restored Minds, and I'm also the creator of the AAA Response. And in this episode, I want to talk about wanting versus deciding to get better. And so uh, before we dive into that, I'd really appreciate your support for the show. Uh, If you would take a moment and either like or subscribe or leave a comment, or if you really want to help us out, uh, head over to iTunes and leave a review for the show because this just helps with the algorithm of the show and helps us get this out to uh, as many people that are struggling as possible. And and that's really the goal of the show is to try to get, you know, resources, information and knowledge to people who, who really need it. So if you can help us with that, we'd really appreciate it. Um, now, moving on to the topic of the day, for when we talk about wanting versus deciding to get better, the this is directly from um, a practice, or I, I should say a, a, a book called The Practice of Autosuggestion. And what it's referencing really is uh, work done by Emile Kouet. That is um, that was done in like the early 1900s, and his work is just fascinating to me, like just just beyond fascinating. Um, and what Emil Kuei really uh, one of the most famous things that he um, kind of brought to people was the idea of healing through autosuggestion. Now, I want to be clear that I'm not advocating the idea of just using autosuggestion when it comes to the recovery process of OCD and anxiety. And I think it has a role definitely. Um, but I, I don't think it's the end all be all for it. That's just my personal opinion. But again, it's, I just wanted to kind of, you know, make sure that was clear about that. So auto suggestion, really what we're talking about here is when your brain is automatically suggesting certain kind of scripts to you. Okay. And especially in nowadays, right. Especially in America, right. People gravitate towards negative thinking. And one of the things about autosuggestion is you're really trying to prime your subconscious to think a different way. And, you know, you can call this changing belief structures, right. In your brain as well. And when we talk about, um, you know, someone who's struggling, and this was like a direct, you know, statement from the book, you know, this guy, I guess, was going up to, you know, Quay and is like, hey, I really want to get better. And he had a certain physical ailment. And, you know, Quay was like, hey, you know, that's just what the problem is, right? You want to get better. And when you're saying you want something, right, you're implying that you don't have it. Okay. And then your brain will come up with all the reasons of why that can't happen. And, and so essentially by wanting something and, and just stopping there, right? And saying, hey, I want, I want to recover, right? Hey, I really want to overcome OCD and anxiety. I want to do this. 
that creates this artificial roadblock, right? In, in many ways. And, and I'm sure you can relate to this in your life if you've, if you've really, you know, tried this, right? Wanting something is not enough, especially when it comes to this. And, and in fact, what it will usually do is then create evidence as to, you know, why it's not happening because, because you want something. So essentially you're saying you don't have it. And then you'll find evidence as to why you, uh, why you don't have it and why it's impossible or why it's too difficult or why this, why this, right. And, and just because you find evidence doesn't mean it's necessarily real evidence, but your brain will find evidence to support that. You know, because you might say, well, you know, someone in my struggle, my family struggled with it, right? So, and they had it their whole life and, or this person and, and, you know, you begin to find evidence. It doesn't mean that it's real. It doesn't mean that you can't recover. It just means that this is what you're finding. So, and then, so, so that's the problem with wanting. In my, in my experience, and, and this is what I teach in my taking back control program, right? Um, you know, with anyone that I work with on any level, it is, we are going to decide to recover and we're going to make a concrete decision on it. And, and I just want you to kind of, and I just want to talk about this point because it, it's, it's everything, you know, when on this journey it, is saying like, I am going to recover. It doesn't mean, and, and, but here's what we don't do. We don't say I'm going to recover by this specific time. Right. Because, you know, I, we don't, have the say over that necessarily. This is why with Emil Kuei, when it comes to his, uh, his physical, right. Um, healing, he always, you know, his famous phrase, right. Every day and every way I'm getting better and better. And that's what he had people repeat morning and night, right. Before they went to bed and right. When they, right. When they woke up kind of when you're in your, like in, in the, the idea was to be in the, um, kind of transitional states of consciousness, right? So right before you go to sleep and is like right when you're in the middle ground of conscious and unconscious. And the idea was to program that thought into the, into the unconscious. And then eventually the conscious would start to, again, find evidence for that. And then it becomes, they, they start working with each other. And this is really the whole work of auto-suggestion is getting your unconscious and your conscious to work together. Um, and and it, I mean, it's fascinating work, right? But um, because, because again, your unconscious is very smart. So when you're saying, you know, when your um, fight or flight response is kicking off or you're having anxiety and you're fighting against it, the, the problem is, is that again, wanting it to go away, go away, you know, consciously, it, it creates a paradoxical effect. And what we're talking about here is when you decide, like, I'm going to get better, and, and you start filling your mind with messages of, you know, I'm going to recover. I might not know how at this point. That's okay. That's what, you know, programs like taking back control are for is to give you the how, right? Um, but, but you, the only person that can really orchestrate and execute and, and achieve your recovery is you. That's why like, you know, one of the main things I preach is like you're the hero of the story. Anyone, anyone that I work with on, on any level, it's like, you're the hero of the story, right? I'm the guide, right? It, that, that's, that's the role I play if I'm working with someone is like, you're the hero. You're the one that's going to do the work. You're the one that's going to achieve this. You're the one that's going to be successful. It starts with a decision. It starts with your decision to say, I'm going to do this. 
you know, it, I mean, cause, cause think about it in another context, think about, let's say someone who is, uh, you know, getting married or, you know, even been married or they're wrestling with their marriage, something in the context of a relationship, right? Someone that says, you know, I want a good relationship and then just kind of stops there. It, I, I, yeah, sure. We, we all want that. We all want a good relationship. But then there's people that said, you know, I just, I'm deciding that I'm going to have a great marriage. When you make the decision, that's going to propel you into correct action. Because the action's going to be obvious. Saying that you want something kind of gives you this, this scapegoat to like, you know, hey, yeah, I want this. But I don't know if I really want to put in the work, right? Or, hey, I don't know. And you can kind of just live in this limbo area and saying that you want this and thinking that that's enough. And it's not. I'm just going to be very transparent, right? Um, you have to decide. Recovery is a decision. Recovery is a practice. And you have to say, hey, like I'm, I'm deciding that this is going to be my outcome. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work to make it so. You have to visualize the outcome that you want. And, um, and again, set the intention of the outcome you want. And then work towards that day, day to day, every day, right? You know, a, a lot of people when they're trying things like exposure response prevention or implementing different tools. The idea is, is like, well, I did, I did some exposures today. And, and if you're doing some exposures, but you're also 80% of your time is doing compulsions is like, well, okay, which one are you getting better at doing compulsions or, or doing exposures correctly? And these are th this, this, topic right here, I think is so important. I, so I was, uh, when I was reading this book, I just wanted to kind of extract this line because, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's everything. And I think this is one of the pinnacle points of, you know, when you talk about, well, hey, who, who are people that recover from this and versus not right? Well, one of the big things that I've seen is the the people that I see that really get better operate from this decision of like, that's, that is going to be the outcome. I don't know exactly how that's okay. How will come, but, but you have to go in with the decision that my recovery is the, is the end game. And that's what I'm moving towards. And so I just wanted to share on this idea of wanting versus deciding and really just, you know, asking yourself of like, Hey, where, which category do I fall in? Have I decided on my recovery? And you might be like, well, Matt, I don't have that power to decide that. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. If behaviors are what fuel the loop, right? And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about with the loop, I have a little link down in this, in this workshop that I did. It's a two-day workshop. You guys can check that out in the links um, below because um, the replays are available. Um, but so if you, you know, when we're talking about the loop, you know, if the loop is fueled by your behaviors, if you don't do behaviors, again, that loop can't exist. So, so when we're talking about recovery and, and we'll go into defining that even in detail um, in a later episode, but the question for today and even this week is just, do I want this or am I deciding that this is going to happen? And stepping into that realm of decision will propel 
much more clarity on your action and much greater action and produce much better fruit of your labor than saying you want something and then kind of just stopping there. So hope that was helpful. Um, and again, uh, always appreciate your support by liking and subscribing, um, as well as sharing and even again, leaving reviews, please, uh, just on, uh, on iTunes to help us. And we have links down in the notes to support you. And then always at restoredminds.com. Uh, you can check us out, uh, there and, and connect with us, whether it's any of our programs or, you know, our coaching applications or, you know, however we can support you. So we have various ways to support you there. So, uh, please, please use those resources because they're there to help. So, Thank you guys. Wish you guys a great week as always and look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Take care. Hi there, Matt Cotty here and thank you for taking the time to hang out today. Now, real quick, if you are currently struggling and you're looking for help, please head over to restoredminds.com because we have different programs available to help you and the good news is, is that for the most part, you can get started right away. And if you found this episode helpful, then we would really appreciate if you would take the time to leave us a review on iTunes as it would really help our show. You can also send us ideas for topics of future episodes that you would like us to cover at support at restoredminds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode.